If you struggle with imposter syndrome, you should try this. Hey, if you're new to the episode, I go by the name of ED, or I should say the channel. I go by the name of ED for all you smart and intelligent folks out here. And listen, we'll make it simple. It just means it. Today's episode is entitled, Feel Like a Fraud? Essential te uh, Techniques for Conquering Imposter Syndrome in Project Management. Again, feel like a fraud? Hey, listen, I got these essential techniques for conquering uh, imposter syndrome in project management. Hey, listen, I have an eight-point framework in these eight points. I try to make sure it's concise, something that you can take today and use today instead of next week, tomorrow, or next year. But if you do want to save this video, hit this like button and subscribe. Let's go to work. Let me say something first, family. I got to, if you mind, do you mind if I share a story with you? We all struggle with this. I don't care who you are uh, or what profession you're in, you've struggled with this. But only the ones that have really wanted to be transparent, transparent have admitted to this. Ooh, I like that. Let me tell you why I like that, family, is because reason why I like it is the fact that with imposter syndrome, it is it has to do with the stories that we've told ourselves. It has to do with with the the things that we've seen that we have admired that we that that inspired us to take the journey of being whatever that profession is. Today we're talking about project management. It may be for you. Maybe you wanted to be a public speaker. Maybe for you you wanted to go into nursing. Maybe for you you wanted to go whatever that profession is that arrested your attention, that got you excited, and you decided to join the journey as most have, have most have went down, but few have traveled. Ooh, where are you going with this, ED? You need to get to your points. I can't right now, because this is getting good to me. Let me tell you why it's getting good. Because reason why imposter syndrome happens to a lot of us, family, is because of the fact of the person or the people that inspired us, we want to be where they already are instead of we didn't look at their journey. We didn't look at, we, we watched their destination. We're watching from a, from a 10,000, 30,000 foot view and looking at their destination. But if we went back and rewind the clock or rewind the tape and looked at their, their journey, we'll probably be surprised and say, oh, it's possible. Yes, it's possible, family. So let's get to, to these eight points. I hope it helps someone out there that is struggling with, hey, I just got my first project or, hey, I'm on my fourth project and I feel still that I'm an imposter. Hey, I'm on my 10th project. Whatever number project you're on and you still have that feeling of imposter syndrome, I'm going to walk you through these eight points. Hopefully, they will give you some enlightenment and that you will want to move on. I apologize. I am a little bit under the weather, but it doesn't matter. That's not going to stop this work getting put out because to you, family, I have to stay consistent and staying consistent allows me to get better at what I'm doing here and delivering. First one, uh, seek out a paid mentor. Now, you see, I use the word paid mentor. Reason why I say a paid mentor family is because I've noticed when I put my money where my mouth is, I pay attention a little bit more. Mm. You see, the reason why I pay attention a little bit more is because when I don't have a paid mentor, uh, I, 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 I kind of take it for granted. Um, okay, you don't like that one. I kind of um, 
don't really pay attention, but I pay attention in a sense, but not enough where I'm putting my money where my mouth is. When I put my money where my mouth is, it means I value that. It means I value it at a point where, hey, I'm making this investment and in return, I'm hoping that you will be able to guide me and, and as we have conversations and you point out uh, the blind spots that I may not have seen or the blind spots that may be coming my way because of the profession I'm in. So family, I always recommend to get a paid mentor if possible. A free mentor is great as well to get you started. But when you continue to advance and grow, you want to get you a paid mentor because this, this allows for accountability that, you know, when you start seeing money leaving your account and you're not doing what your mentor is saying, you're like, either I need to leave that mentor or um, I need to get the work done what this mentor is, is saying to me. So again, a paid mentor is going to be really valuable in your career. I have a mentor that I pay in project management. Yes, I have over a decade in this thing that I love that I hope you fall in love with called project management. And I pay a mentor on a monthly basis to meet with uh, so so he can d help develop me and my, all the things that I have blind spots in and also the things that I'm very strong in that I want to get stronger uh, as especially from a leadership standpoint uh, from a really process standpoint. So I'm not just telling you just because it sounds good. I'm actually living what I'm actually speaking. So again, family, and you know, a lot of people don't do that. They'll give you a lot of uh, consultation and advice, but they're not actually living. I'm actually living this. So shout out to you, Phil, for being uh, my mentor in this thing called project management. Point number two. Oh, before I go into point number two, family, if you're watching this, hey, listen, uh, I take time to put these videos together just for you because I really appreciate uh, the fact that everybody is always wanting to get better. And for those that want to get better, how it helps me out is by you hitting the like button and you subscribing to the channel because there's a lot of people that watch these videos that don't subscribe. So please subscribe. It really, it really lets me know that, hey, I'm moving in the right direction or hey, maybe I should just hang this up, but I'm not gonna hang it up even if you don't. I'm gonna keep going because I know there's somebody out here that needs this information. All right, let's move on to point number two. Point number two, acknowledge your feelings. Yeah, acknowledge your feelings. So, okay, so you feel like you're an imposter. You feel like, you know, um, that there's something going on. But let me ask you this question. I'm gonna park here parenthetically. Where is this coming from? What emotional pattern have you developed of, 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 of feeling this way of that you're actually an imposter? Won't you journal it? Won't you write it down? You know, one of the things I said that I have to work on this year of getting better at is, um, and I actually got this from Matthew Dix, his book called, I think it's Storytelling or Story Something. I can't, I know it's Story Something, so I apologize, Matthew, if you ever watch this video. Uh, excellent book, but one of the things is he, he talks about doing your homework um, is, is basically a daily, it's like a one or two line sentence of things that maybe happen to you personally or even at work it allows you to kind of see like where you, your mind is and you go back and revisit that information maybe a month or not from now or a week from now to see where you were at emotionally. This allows you to understand kind of at these moments, when do you feel like you're an imposter? It's really gonna help you in your journey. Point number three, 
document your success. You know, that's one thing about it. It's funny that people don't have a, a list of things that they have had success in, uh, in. And when you have that list of success, what it allows you to do, it allows you to go back to let you know what you're currently doing now is possible. You Somebody before you've done it and you've done something else that somebody said, ah, I don't know. So being able to take positive feedback from others and, re and reviewing that documentation, it really helps you about when you start going into that emotional aspect of self-doubt and, and, and self-defeat. Being able to, to, to look at that gives you that competence to be able to believe that you can move forward and that you're not an imposter in what you decided to sign up for. Point number four, Focus on providing value. Listen, family, when I started off in this thing called project management as a project coordinator, I look to provide value. And I'm talking about as small as, hey, y'all need me to go get donuts or you want me to go get coffee? And I know a lot of people won't do that because it, they feel like it's beneath them. No, because see, I'm what I was doing was providing as much value as I can. So that way, if I had questions with a senior project manager or a project or a program manager, they would be willing to set time aside just to meet with me and talk with me because they see there wasn't too, no job too small or big that I wasn't willing to do and learn from. So again, family, find ways that you can provide value, the things that people won't do. I love that that quote, you know, sometimes you got to do things that people won't do so you can have the things that other people won't have. Mm. Let's move on. Point number five. I told you at this beginning of the uh, uh, recording, stop comparing yourself to others. I do it. I'm, I'm, here, let me say this. I'm guilty of doing that. Uh, one of the people that I admire when it comes to storytelling is a gentleman named Patrick McDavid. Um, when you ask him a question, the way he unpacks it by telling you a story that answers your question, I was like, man, that is so amazing. I want to learn how to do that. Um, so I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch a lot of interviews. Uh, I already do it anyway of him and see how he sets it up. How does he how does he answer the question with that story? How does he have these stories already in place? Um, so one of the things that I found myself doing is not really, it's not focusing on the comparison, but how can I take what he does and bring it into my personality well enough? Because that's probably what he did. And if I ever have a chance to sit down with Patrick McDevy, that will, that's what something I would ask him. How did you, uh, how did you take uh, what you, uh, by you t telling stories and then taking that information and making it your own? And that's what this thing is about, is being able to take something that you admire or someone inspires you to be uh, to do and make it your own by doing that that gives you a chance to grow it it gives you a chance to to definitely uh, definitely become uh, better and stop you know that allows you not to put benchmarks like man I'm not you know like I said I'm not telling a story like how he's doing it I'm not delivering no you're doing it in your own way and it's gonna take time you're not gonna get to the top of the mountain by skipping all the steps. You know, one of the things that I, I shared before, you know, I'm 6'5", and so one of the things I love to do, uh, well, I used to, but I don't do it anymore ever since this happened, was I would uh, take a running start and I would skip about four or five steps and then, you know, then go up the rest of the steps. 
And it was just fun to me. It was just something to do until one day, you know, I said, oops, I missed a step. And as you can imagine, um, my face met the stairs and the stairs said, hello. You know, all, all I'm trying to say to you, family, is you can't skip a step in this process because if you do, if you skip a step, then you're, you're, you're really creating a shortcut. And this is not a healthy short, shortcut because you're not going to learn how to make it your own. Let's move on to point number six. Practicing positive self-talk. Uh, like I said, what stories are you telling yourself? Create a list of uh, positive affirmations. Um, being able for me, when I wake up, the first thing I do is put on uh, some type of motivational uh, video, and I'm listening to that as I'm getting ready. I may ha I'll have my headphones on because. I want to be enthralled. I want to be absorbed in that. And again, I know what people are going to say. I know what some of my haters out there is going to say. It was like, what, pers uh, po positive, you know, being positive and personal development, that doesn't work. You know, that that doesn't, I mean, and, you know, they're going to go on and on. Well, hey, this is not for you. I, I'm telling you what works for me. So what works for me is being able to have that, listen to that when I wake up in the morning, getting me going, make, you know, setting my beliefs, telling myself, you know, stories that, will help me be success, have success, not just in that moment, but throughout the day. And yeah, negative things are going to happen, but it's how I respond to them is what really matters. So, and being able to also practice gratitude, that's something else I'm also working on, I'm incorporating for my 2024, because when you practice gratitude of just being thankful that you woke up today, can I get an amen in the church said, Amen. Let's move on to point number seven. Redefine failures. I, you know, when you start looking at things and redefining your failures, you you don't look at it as, oh, well, I failed or this was a failure. No, you're like, man, okay, I, I, I wasn't successful here. Why wasn't I successful? What did I learn from this? What could I have done better? And what am I going to do better next time if I get this opportunity? I remember I had an interview a long, long time ago, a long, long, long time ago. And during this interview, uh, the guy asked me what a acronym that I knew day in and day out. But I, you know, when you talk a lot of different acronyms, sometimes you'll forget the word, <laughs> the actual word, because that's all you hear being thrown around in an organization. And you may forget at that point in time, because again, I went in there not really prepared as I should have been. And I said, when he asked me that, I was like, Ooh, you know, honestly, I, I forgot. I, I don't recall what that is again. And I apologize that. And I felt embarrassed because this is something I should have known. And what I did from that situation, first of all, I said, I wouldn't even take the job if they offered it to me because to me, I felt I wasn't prepared uh, uh, enough. And, but it was a good learning experience for me to be able to say, next time when this happens, I need to make sure I understand all of these acronyms that are within my resume or things that I've, that I've had conversations in different organizations about. Because again, you could fall into that trap of different acronyms and forget uh, <laughs> what the real root of that, that word is. So again, family, being able to take your failures and redefine them, when you redefine what the, that actual failure is, it, ha it, has, it helps you look at it from a more healthier standpoint instead of 
in a defeatist or in a way that, oh, it won't, it's not possible. When you, and that, that also affects your, you know, then you start creating these limited beliefs like, oh, it only works for this person, only works for that person. So again, family, redefine your failures. And point number eight, develop your skills. Listen, if you feel that you are an imposter, the way, another way to come over that or get over that is pursue certifications and don't wait, 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 wait. Don't just get a certification just to get a certification, but get a certification and study the information to understand the information, to learn the information and not just to regurgitate it so you can take and pass the test so you can put, you know, PMP on your uh, resume or CAPM on your resume. No, 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 no. Understand the context and the content of everything so you'll be able to be well informed, attend workshops. Matter of fact, I'm gonna park here again, parenthetically, again, because I think this is very important. My friend, my buddy, my mentor, Phil, threw a, a workshop, uh, an immersion workshop uh, around project management, around just developing, and it was free. And, and I'm talking about F-R-E-E-E, -E -E, free. And I would have expected so many people to join because this guy is a brilliant teacher and there weren't that, there, there weren't the outcome that I was expecting of people being there and there wasn't in it. There should have been, you know, Kobe Bryant talked about it as well. He talked about um, how he practices so much. He was practicing so much on the fundamentals and for some somebody like me that has, you know, like I said, over a decade of experience, I'm at this workshop and it's a, a lot of fundam it was a lot of fundamental things. It was a lot of things of, of, of you know, uh, having a growth mindset, but I'm here. And these are the things that I love, like these are the things I'm passionate about that I even talk on the, on this channel about, but I'm at this, at this particular function, I mean, workshop, because to me, I constantly want to get better. I don't want to forget think these type of things that I've learned along in my journey. So again, finding ways to develop your skill set, you know, also writing out goals. What do you want to achieve this quarter, this year? Uh, being able to do that and then go after it. Hey family, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, I go by the name of ED. As you know, my motto, my slogan, I'm out.